everyone, a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to you, as always, from on the sand next to the waves at Little Castaways Beach in Queensland, Australia, joined today by Georgette Osborne. Georgette, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Yeah, beautiful smile. Wow. And where are you hanging out? Oh, it's <laughs> a nice thing to wake up to. <laughs> where, where, are you, where do you live? London. Sunny, London not so and... sunny London at the moment, so yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the sun will shine and the birds will sing, and we'll both be joyous that we're above the ground. So we have to start a conversation about the weather. It, otherwise, you know, I just wouldn't be living up to expectations. <laughs> it wouldn't be London, would it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Georgette, again, thanks for joining us. For those of you who don't know Georgette, she's very much in demand, and I'm very fortunate that she agreed to this interview. She helps businessmen and businesswomen create financial breathing space to concentrate on business building and actually have a life while they've got a business, which is really cool. So she creates product services and recommends resources to help entrepreneurs hang on to cash, which is really hard when you're a business owner because it's growing fast, you get short of cash. And if it's not growing fast, you get short of cash and to avoid debt. So the title of our seven minute interview is how to grow until you can afford to delegate. Nice. And we're going to do that in just seven minutes. Georgette, our seven minutes starts now. Question number one is, who is your ideal client? They tend to be businesses that have some sort of recurring model or membership. So it could be anything from sports clubs, property letting agents, right through to online marketers with memberships. So they either take money monthly or they take it in advance, but they have to keep the customer happy for a period of time. And keep some of the money in the bank account at the end of that. Indeed. Terrific. Yeah, churn is a big thing with them. What is, sorry? Customer churn is a big customer issue. Churn. with the, right. Yeah, basically how retention of customer to keep them coming back and paying and paying and paying. Mm, sounds like a good plan. Six minutes, 20 seconds left. Question number two is what is the problem you solve for them? They want to get out of the business. They've, been, they've, they've grown to a point where they no longer have that life. They're doing everything themselves and they want to delegate, but they, can't, they feel they can't afford it. Or they have tried it and it's failed, or they have staff and the staff are there and they're still working just as hard. So what we do is we look at their systems, starting with the financial systems, and see how we can actually offset some of that stress by actually automating and systemizing processes first. Right. And then use those processes to train staff or just to actually give them back some time. Sometimes a piece of software can give you back half a day. So that's really where we begin. Right. Significant savings of time and money. So thank you. Five minutes, 25 seconds left. Question number three is what are some of the typical symptoms that your clients would experience prior to working with you? You've mentioned one, which is anxiety. Yeah, well, the one I mentioned before is they're just working much longer and almost they're falling out of love with the business. So everything they were doing before isn't working. It's like my infant child loved me unconditionally. Now I've got this teenager and no matter what I do, it's wrong and I can't work out what I'm doing wrong and I'm losing the will to live here. I, I do, I do love it. I do really, 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 I do. But I don't know how much longer I can keep this going. And that's the general sentiment. The specifics are, are specific to them, but that's the overall feeling I, I tend to get in a conversation and then you, then you dive in and you end up back at the money piece, but there's all of that story in between. Right. So 
Question number four, just, just over four and a half minutes left. Folk are going to have this problem. They're going to be dealing with their teenager, <laughs> feeling a bit stressed as we often do with teenagers. And they're going to try some stuff to solve the problem, but they're often going to make mistakes before they find you. So what are some of the typical mistakes that people make before they get to your solution? That's question four. Four minutes, 10 seconds left. Um, too many things, really, but three mm. of the most um, specific are trying to make more money. More money will solve my problem. Cut costs, spending less will solve my problem. Or just working longer and harder. If I just keep going and going and going that much more, I will get there. And all of those things end up making the situation that I hear about even worse. By the time I've got to them, these people are exhausted. And they don't know why. Because they're doing things, but they don't know why they're doing them. Every guru that comes up with something, they'll jump on it. Because maybe this is the thing. And it just becomes an almighty mess. Wow. Okay. So thank you. Question number five, just under three and a half minutes left. What's one valuable free action that an audience member can implement that'll help them just a little bit with this problem? Well, to go back to my basics, first things, two things really. Number one, make sure your bookkeeping in your business is on point because that is the basis of everything. The bookkeeping will tell you how well you're doing in the two other areas of your business. So you've got marketing, operations, and money. Money tells you how well you're doing in these two. So that gives you the firepower and gives your advisors the firepower to advise you, whether they be accountants, marketing advisors, partnership, potential partners. With the data, you can tell them exactly where you are and they know where they fit in. Then from that, you look at that bookkeeping and you do the most important thing of all. You work out how much money you, the individual owner, can take for yourself. Because you need to know where you are on an emotional basis that you can focus on the business, not on any impending financial situation that you're worried about down the line because it will take away from how effective you are as a, an entrepreneur. And that focus is going to give them a tremendous goal. They want to get so much out of the business, they know what the revenue needs to be. Oh, but I guess oh. until until they've got the bookkeeping sorted out, which may not sound very sexy, but it's critically important. Yeah, until that, it gets that, sexy that, when you can go, oh, and answer a question like that. Right. Yes, that's getting a bit more seductive, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> All right. So question number six, just under two minutes left. What's one valuable free resource that you could direct people to that's going to help them with this? Well, t t I'm talking about business, but actually I always start with people and their personal and say, what is this about for you? And it's financialgymforbusiness.com slash P for Papa, B for Bravo, S for Sierra. And it's a free resource where you can basically go and it basically tells you how to start allocating your personal money to give you a little bit of a buffer so you can breathe a little bit better and not worry so much about, am I going to pay the mortgage this month? Perfect. and concentrate on, am I going to make payroll this month? Perfect. So financialgymforbusiness.com forward slash P for Peter, B for Bill, S for Sally. That's right. Perfect. So a whopping one minute and five seconds left. Question number seven. What's the one question I should have asked you but failed to do? <laughs> I love that question. You kind of, it's me kind of giving the answer for it. The main one is the effect of your personal goals and your mindset in terms of running your business. So the resource is really to help that. If you are not 
if you are not worried about finances, and I know we always are, but you have a certain security about them, you make decisions from a place of positivity, like, well, maybe we can do this, as opposed to, oh, maybe not, maybe not. And if you keep doing business from here, you can see by my body language, you're not going to move the business forward because you're not forward. So the big question is always going to be the effect on mindset and the effect of your personal financial situation. Love the holistic nature of that. Georgette Osborne, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.